Stream Anime Radio. Welcome, welcome, one and all, to the post-Valentine's Day, post-Big Game edition of the Extreme Anime Radio podcast. February 15th, 2023, the middle of February. I'm JR, and on the other side of the screen is Mr. Neff Canuck. Neff, happy Canada Flag Day. That's right, 1964, the official Canadian flag was introduced to replace the Red Ensign. Uh, it was championed by Lester B. Pearson, the Prime Minister at the time. Uh, the opposition, of course, was very unhappy, but as we know, the opposition doesn't always get what they want. Oh, only in the 60s. That, that's very interesting to know. Yes, well, don't forget, we were flying under the Red Ensign for the longest time. Mm. And then, you know, eventually the government said, you know what? We really should have our own flag because mm. we are not simply an outpost of Great of Britain, right? And you know the uh, there was actually a contest to design a new flag with a couple of less than um, shall we say appropriate entries. <laughs> the most infamous of one being nine beavers peeing on a frog. <laughs> and it actually I've actually seen that 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 drawing, and I'm going. Oh, boy, somebody had a lot of time on their hands. Wow. Like, oh, my oh, goodness. Bad idea. Bad idea. <laughs> I think we have to spend an entire show on this later, because I'm, I'm curious about rejected Canadian flags. Well, some of them were not quite as inappropriate as the one I just described. <laughs> but another couple used all three colors that were in the British flag originally, blue, mm. uh, white, and red. Mm. But Canada had decided, no, we want to be our own, and came up with the red and white design. Okay. Well, uh, interesting way to kick off our proceedings tonight, if you will. Uh... <laughs> I, I was going to say, I didn't know you were going to do this before we came on air, so I'm going, wow, and I pulled all that out of my skull. I just have them. Am I dressed for the occasion? I don't know. I'm wearing red tonight. <laughs> well, actually, that I'm not quite there. I'm actually still stuck on Christmas, apparently. Yes. Well, I still have some Christmas decorations in the living room. I still have to come down. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. I've been a little lax. I'll be celebrating Christmas on St. Patrick's Day, the way this thing's going. But, uh... Well, there's no, no harm in that, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> 
we welcome everybody to the XIR podcast once again. This is episode two of our brand new season. Uh, we thank you for joining us. Wherever you're listening to us or watching us, uh, remember we're available in various ways and methods. If you're listening, uh, we have anchor.fm forward slash anime radio or wherever you get your favorite podcast. Just search for the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast. If you're listening to us right now on said platforms, you're missing quite a bit of stuff on the video realm. So be sure to check us out on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash Extreme Anime Radio, I want to say. And YouTube at Extreme Anime Radio. Also, we're available on Spotify Video if you look up the Extreme Anime Radio podcast. Uh, some more about Japan tonight, Neff. Uh, as you can see, I have uh, my background going from the last trip. Um, this is the inside of the Hotel Indigo in Inuyama, Japan, formerly known as the Meitetsu Grand Hotel. Very expensive uh, resort property, but uh, we were lucky. Uh, this was the day we visited Inuyama, and it was snowing. So the hotel was kind enough to let us uh, hang out in the lobby while we were waiting for a cab to take us to our next destination. Well, that's very nice of them. I mean, of course, you know, dealing with that snow, it was like, okay, um, we're not all used to this. Like, no, <laughs> this is not fun. Now, this is more tolerable snow, though. This happened a few days after the, the storm that kind of got us stuck. Ah, uh, okay, so, that's not so bad then. No, but uh, you can't see it uh, in my image here, but, um, but uh, on the hill, on the top of the hill uh, in the back there is Inuyama Castle. And uh, I met uh, a friend there that I met at a gift shop on the last trip, the previous trip in 2017. Uh, after the trip, I sent out a thank you card. She sent me something back with her Instagram. We've been in touch ever since. And she set us up for a wonderful day, uh, Bri and I, in Inuyama. Um, we hit Meiji Mura late, um, and that is a, an architectural museum dedicated to old architecture of the Meiji era, Taisho, and early Showa. And um, so there are a few things that have kind of been like transplanted to this uh, architectural theme park, if you will. Um, the bottom floors of the original Imperial Hotel, designed by Frank Lloyd Wright, are there. Um, and one of the, uh, the, um, the places I like to uh, see the most were the churches. There was a uh, cathedral built in 1890 in Kyoto, St. Francis Xavier Cathedral, that has been moved over to Meiji Mura. Or uh, I think some of the Things are moved over and some are reconstructed, if, I'm, if memory serves me correctly. Mm. Sounds like a very interesting time you had there. Yes. Um, and then uh, we got to the end of the trip. Um, we met up with Mystic. And uh, Mystic gave us a heads up um, about stuff when we spoke about anime the day we went to the Ghibli Museum. And uh, went to this nice little cute uh, restaurant um, not too far, in between, uh, halfway between the museum and the train station. Um, and he kind of told us, uh, we brought up Spy Family. You know, Spy Family, arguably one of the most popular animes right now. And he's like, well, you know, uh, you could probably log into Netflix in Japan, here in Japan, and watch the anime. 
I wish we knew that sooner because the day he told us was like, I think, two days before we had to fly back home. Ouch. <laughs> so at the end of the day, we experimented, and uh, Bri and I proceeded to binge Spy Family as much as we could. And, How far did you get? Uh, we got to, I think we got uh, through 16 episodes by the time we had to leave Japan, we got through episode, I think, 20 uh, when I logged into my Crunchyroll and LAX at the hotel there. We, we hooked up Bree's uh, laptop to the TV. <laughs> and then uh, we finished off uh, Spy Family in the last week. We finished off the last few episodes. Ah, and what did you think? Oh boy, what what a charming series. It, it's full of twists and turns and comedy. That's it, it's well-rounded and I cannot wait for the second season. Uh the the family that is forged together, a little bit of a pun there. Um <laughs> um they get along quite nicely and uh, you get uh, all these sorts of subliminal messages here and there. Well, well, Anya's getting all the subliminal messages, <laughs> and I was uh, say, yeah. yeah, and uh, Desmond, the character of Desmond that we see in the f last episode of the first season, uh, he's quite uh, scary. Yes, he he definitely has a presence to him, doesn't he? Oh yes, <laughs> something that is uh, you know his son can't get over apparently, mm. but. Uh... No, it's well, I, a. Mm. I was gonna say, with me, it's more the brother-in-law or the brocon. He's like, okay, get away from me, and you're the, you know, in the secret police of the state. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, it's very, very charming and uh, amazing to see uh, how these stories all intertwine with each other and. Looking forward uh, to uh, my understanding is that there's going to be a movie and a second season. I'm not sure in which order it's going to be, but I'm sure when they bring it over here, it's going to be a hit. Well, you see, that's the problem. Nowadays in Japan, it seems that if the series is popular, they might not do a second season right away. They, they might take the movie, do the movie route first to try and, you know, uh, get pump up the numbers, so to speak. True, true. Which is actually something that American TV used to do years ago. Hmm. Because, and I'll, this is a bit of history for TV folks, um, the original Batman TV series in 1966 had its first season, and during the break between season one and season two, shot the movie ah. Batman in 1966. Wow. And ended up reusing some of that footage in the later two seasons of, this, of the TV series. That's right. I remember some of those scenes kind of reused. Mm, specifically the bat copter, the bat boat, yeah. the bat cycle. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, something I mentioned to Bree when we watched, there's a very distinct difference in the English subtitling on Netflix and the English subtitling on Crunchyroll. To me, I don't know what it is. It seems uh, uh, I, I want to try to sign as nice as possible. Um, 
that the English translation that we see in Japan is spot on and the English translation we see on Crunchyroll is a little more westernized. Uh, I think that's a fair comment because I have noticed that when I've mm-hmm. watched a show that is on Netflix and on Crunchyroll eventually. Right. Um, but I think that also has to do with how the translators, you know, are used and they're, mm. what they're told to do. Right. right. Because if they're told to translate it a specific way, mm-hmm. well, if you want to get paid, you do exactly what the boss tells you, right? Oh, yeah. So if it includes a bit more of a Western flavor to the, you know, what they say, the expressions, et cetera, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, sure, some of it is like, excuse you? Like, uh, yeah, I can tell you there are a couple of scenes when I know only enough Japanese to know that is not what they actually said when they, you know, put up the subtitles and you're going, hmm, somebody made a decision there. Right, right. It's quite possible. Um, but, uh, but yes, um, so that that's a little foray into Spy Family. I can't wait for the, uh, the next... Um, the next season and a movie to come out uh, whenever it happens they they've announced it but they haven't said exactly when it's going to happen well i think part of the problem there is the studio that uh did spy family has other projects right naturally so they have to try and you know figure out okay where can we squeeze this in now mm-hmm. now that it's so popular we didn't we didn't bank on leaving a block of time for this so um yikes yeah um and speaking of Japan, by the way, um, in a little while, um, later on in the show tonight, Bree, who joined us last week to talk about our trip together to Japan, will be coming back on the air because, uh, well, I thought it was going to take one more week, Neff, but uh, lo and behold, the, uh, the little parcel that I sent uh, last week has arrived safely at your place. Yes, quite. It arrived, and when I got the notification while I'm at work, I'm like, okay, hopefully it arrived actually at the little uh, postal station that they've installed in our building, mm-hmm. and not, you know, here's a note, come get it in the post office tomorrow. Oh, they'll so, make you do it the same day, huh? No, no, no. Canada Post is not that efficient. <laughs> if, they, if they tell you they hang the tag on your, on your box or put the tag in your uh, little slot, yeah, you go to the next day, after 1 o'clock. Is what they tell you. Interesting. Well, I guess, it, well, it sort of makes sense because I can understand the carrier's got to finish his or her rounds before they uh, go back to the post office. But uh, after 1 o'clock, yeah, well, that sounds a little late to me. Well, I think part of it is they'll finish their rounds and they also have to do pickups. So mm. the pickups aren't until 5 o'clock. Ah, right? okay. So all that gets done after 5 they would probably have fewer staff there, maybe one as opposed to two. And then they get two staff again in the morning. So mm-hmm. I can see the, like, I mean, there have been times I've, t- I've t- taken a chance, mm-hmm. right, and gone. And, yeah, it's been ready. But the, uh, more often than not, no, you have to come back the next day after 1 o'clock, and then it'll be ready. Okay. But, uh, yeah, Flax is saying, thank God it's not DHL. No, I didn't do DHL this time. The good old uh, U.S. Mail and Canada Post. I mailed it last Thursday. Uh, it got to Montreal yesterday, and apparently, according to the timestamp, it cleared customs in four minutes and <laughs> went from Montreal to where Neff lives. I'll be honest with you. I think they saw the, the declaration on this and went, 
we're not even going to look at this. Go, go, go. The, the way I put I don't know if I explained this last time, but um, they use electronic declarations. It used to be that you had to, you know, when I sent these packages to NEF or whatever, I would actually have to print five copies of the same label. So as they go through each part of the process, somebody takes a label and keeps it. Somebody takes a label and keeps it. Now they've gotten smart. Everything's on one label and everything's electronic. And it's funny because I listed a lot of items in that parcel. And I guess Neff was telling me before we came on the air, sort of spoiled it, but not entirely because the contents are listed on the label, but I listed so many things that they're not all there. Well, it could also be because, don't forget, you folded over the paper. No, I folded over the paper because that's the, that's the way it's, it's, it's printed. I didn't have to – there's nothing on the other side. That's just the way I folded it so it gets into that little packing pouch. Ah, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, you, if you pull it out, you look on either – you want to look all over. You're not going to see anything. Okay, because I'm like – there might be more, like, because it's folded in half, right? So I'm going, maybe on the other half, <laughs> there's some more listed. But if you're saying, no, there's only a few things listed no. that's, a, that's visible, I'm going, maybe that's why they just said, okay, we're not touching this. Go away. Mm. So maybe in about 10 or 15 minutes, we'll open that package, okay? All right. I have the sharp implements of doom right here. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about big game, and I think you can make an argument uh, that is one of the most interesting big games we've seen in quite a long time. I don't think it ranks as one of the best, but I think you had um, what we all expected all along, a battle between two of the best teams in the league, um, the offense and defense uh Sort of firing on all cylinders for the most point. And then you get to the end of the fourth quarter and it becomes a chess match and uh, uh, the script following of the rules on holding. Yes, well, I, I will say this, okay? Don't forget, the Philadelphia team mm. was the best at sacking the quarterback throughout the regular season and most of the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Except they hit the team from Kansas City, and Mr. Patrick Mahomes was able to run around pretty much un un unhin un unhindered in the least. Mm. Except for one time, just before the second, just before the second half and the first half ended, mm. and it was like, okay, he's coming up gimpy, mm. and I thought, okay, to myself, I said, okay, this is what the Eagles have to do; they have to catch him. And they have to grab him there and just keep grabbing at his ankles. His ankles are bad. Just keep doing it. But they couldn't. Hmm. So, again, props to the Kansas City offensive line because they kept Patrick Mahomes basically upright and pretty clean. Yeah. Which you can also tell because, of course, with the Kansas City white uniforms, if you get smacked around on turf, you're going to see that. Yeah. You had slippery conditions on the field, which were noticeable from time to time. So that and uh, Mahomes' condition and the situation that they were in late in the game, uh, like I said, it became a chess match. Just kneel, 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 take a timeout, kick the field goal, 
And, uh, wow, um, Philadelphia had one final Hail Mary chance. No way. <laughs> Not even close. If, if, they, if they won, if they had gotten it, then it would have been the greatest game in history, I think. I would be hard-pressed to, to disagree. But I will point this, because you mentioned the slippery turf. Now, the so-called sod father, <laughs> who is the, or, uh, the architect of the field that we see on every Super Bowl, mm-hmm. um, apparently this was brand new grass they were trying mm-hmm. for this. Now, I don't know about you, but I do not put a brand new untested product in the biggest game of the year. Like, I, I'm going, whoever made that decision... I'd like to have your head red with a mallet. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. I mean, the, the late Papa Canuck was a greenskeeper, you know, for most of his life and would have freaked out at, that, at seeing that because, mm. again, you do not do this. You do not take this brand-new, untested product and uh. showtime. <laughs> well... Uh, I'm sure they're celebrating in Kansas City once again. Uh, Pat Mahomes, uh, for everything he went through in one hour, deservedly the MVP. I know usually it's a popularity contest with that MVP vote, but I think uh, this time it is a well-deserved MVP for Pat Mahomes. Well, considering what what conditions he was working under, I would have to agree. Although Mm -hmm. I will say this, one of the photos post the big game was of Mr. Mahomes holding the Vince Lombardi trophy, mm. holding a WWE championship belt. <laughs> and frankly, the expression on his face told me that he was on enough painkillers to stop a truck. <laughs> like, seriously, like, he was glazed, and it was just like, yeah, he's not there. He, he is in Abu Dhabi, pretty much. <laughs> you know? So hopefully he recovers quickly because... August ain't that far away. Oh, yeah. And now you just have to deal with uh, pitchers and catchers now, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Apparently, well, spring training started today. Of course, you know, since I'm working for a living, I was unable to catch any of the uh, uh, preseason baseball because now MLB TV has that. So it's like, mm. oh, I wouldn't mind catching a game or two maybe on the weekend just to see how things are shaping up for mm. our boys in blue. All right, all right. Uh, no, I've heard uh, a few interesting things in baseball, including the Texas Rangers shutting down Jacob DeGrom for a few days. Yeah, the Texas Rangers. I mean, that organization puts the fun in dysfunctional. <laughs> so we'll, we'll, we'll see how that turns out. Because like I said, I, I, that team is like, okay, you have great ideas, but mm. your execution? Mm-hmm. Ooh, just yeah. no. By the way, something else I wanted to uh, bring up are the, the oh, excuse me, the big game commercials. So on my on my on my Twitter, I had tweeted out with the hashtag s underscore b underscore commercials, um, and uh, I just did a little running commentary. I've done this on and off on my Twitter over the years commenting on these commercials and how they turn out. Uh, I know some of these now in the advent of technology and YouTube, some of them will leak out in advance, but I kind of like to pay attention in between, you know, during the commercial breaks. 
So I um, going over what I wrote. Um, I know that the um, let's see the Dunkin' Donuts commercial early on was very good with Ben Affleck. Uh, the T-Mobile commercial with Bradley Cooper was pretty good. Bradley Cooper and his mom. Uh, the Indiana Jones trailer. Uh, definitely interested as long as there are no UFOs at the end of the film. You remember how the more recent ones ended, right? Well, I, I'm more concerned that, you know, they use the de-aging process on Harrison Ford, and I'm going, <laughs> let's just see how that turns out on the big screen, mm -hmm. because I don't know about this. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. Uh, I like the, uh, oh, this cleared out for me for some reason. Uh, the Zoolander cameo uh, I saw in one of them. Uh, let's see. Uh, Paramount Mountain, I had a little bit of a question about Mount. Stallone. Uh, let's see. Interesting EV. A lot of these car makers are going heavy on the electric vehicle now. Um, the Kia commercial, I commented, bring back the skeletons. I think that was better than the one they did this year. Um, Uber One commercial had some good music. Uh, Google Pixel, I commented, long live iPhone. Um, not a fan of Zero Beer in the Heineken commercial, but always fun to watch uh, Rudd, Paul Rudd, I think, with the Ant-Man. Mm. Uh, let's see. Rihanna. Rihanna did an amazing Super Bowl halftime show. I think it was very complex, but yet simple. And the directing, uh, watching on television, was very nice. Um, I'll, I will pause there because I don't know why they do it. You explain they do, they do that deliberately. But it was like the game was crystal clear. I'm watching the over-the-air feed from Buffalo. It is crystal clear. I have a 1080p TV plasma, mm. and it looks beautiful. Nice. I start watching the halftime show, and Rihanna looks like she's doing this from London, England during a fog. <laughs> it was very annoying. It was like it, 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 the music is decent, but I'm going, I can barely see you. This is not good. Yeah. Well, I know all the, all the performers during the halftime show are sort of spread out all over the place, so maybe I could understand that. Mm. Uh, let's see. Oh, yes. Crown Royal commercial. Let's, let's uh, you know, uh, on the eve of America's great game, let's talk about Canada. And I commented, I wonder what my Canadian friends think. I, I'll be honest. I was able to watch that because I was watching the Buffalo feed, and I just started laughing up horrorously. I'm going, "What the? Like, huh?" Um, and then uh, Workday had good cameos with the rock stars. Uh, let's see. Uh, Timo and Skechers, Snoop Dogg looking great. So. So I gave I gave you some of my uh, favorites there. Uh, the others I didn't mention were kind of. Well, I don't know. I still like the the battling beer commercial where you thought, okay, it's oh, Miller, the Blue Moon, it's Coors, it's Miller, Coors, and it's like, nope, it's completely different beer. I'm like, whoops. <laughs> okay, that that's just that that takes a certain brand of chutzpah, and I I must I must appreciate that. To spend how many million dollars just to say, just to spend two seconds of your ad talking about Blue Moon? Well, hey, it leaves an impression, <laughs> which is what an ad is supposed to do, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, so any wonderful evening. And uh, again, uh, I would have to say uh, one of the best, 
not the best, but I think one of the best Super Bowls that's ever been played. Um, now, Neff, before we go on to the package opening, um, what about the next level chef ad? Uh, I'm, I'm not a fan of... Uh, br- bring back uh, Kitchen Nightmares, Master Chef. Those 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 shows are better, I think. So, <laughs> well, I'll ask this because I didn't watch Next Level Chef. Has Gordon Ramsay toned it down in his older age, or is he still, you know, letting fly with the words? It's like, okay, dude, no, 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 just take some Adderall or something and just just calm down. I think he has to let it fly. That's part of his persona. Okay, if I if I was trying to cook and he'd be screaming at me, he'd be like, "Dude, I have a sharp implement here. You can either <laughs> stop, or I can show you what else this thing can be used for." <laughs> oh. um, we're eager to open that package, but uh, before we get to that, Neff, uh, tell me about uh, what you've been doing in anime and manga land because uh, you. T- Say that a brand new chapter of Comey Can't Communicate has finally come out. Uh, what chapter is what chapter is this now? Well, it's volume twenty-three. Ugh. Yes, volume twenty-three. But in Japan, they're already up to volume twenty-eight. Oh. So, yeah, we're we're still behind. But here's the thing: major plot development in this one. Major. I see. And the timing of the release, considering the plot development. Uh-huh. Was perfect. Mm. Why did I say? Why do I say that? Yeah. Because it was released on February fourteenth. Ah, the light bulb goes on for Jr. Son. I I I see where this is possibly going, but I I don't want enough to spoil too much. Yes, I I will I will only say, a long road. And, some payoff. Hmm. Some payoff. <laughs> um, and then there's, an, will not say. Yeah. there's an anime also that you've been watching. Uh, what is it called? Farmville or no, Farming Life in Another World? Okay, you said it, and the moment you said that title, I, I thought Farmville for some weird reason. <laughs> well, this is another one of those isekai shows where mm-hmm. you know, character dies in world a and ends up in world b the trick here is that character in world a had been diagnosed with terminal illness and been very sick for a very long time mostly in the hospital near the end and had been stuck watching tv one of the things he liked to do was watch celebrity farming shows interesting i i have no idea if that was actually is that is actually a thing in japan i don't know and frankly i'm scared to find out if it actually is true but in any event, so he, our hero expires. He is then brought before God. God says, yes, you had a hard life. I want to, you know, make up for that. I'm going to have to reincarnate you in another world. What do you want to do? Her, hero says, I just want to farm. And God says, that's what you want to do? Fine. And drops him in the middle of a forest with naught but his clothes and the magic gardening implement. Now, the magic why... gardening implement. Well, let me put it this way. He calls it what it is. I ain't going to use that word because it can be misconstrued. Uh-huh. Anyways, so magic gardening implement that can, do, can become any gardening implement, simple gardening implement he can think of. Okay? Mm-hmm. 
Not only that, but basically he thinks of a seed, of a plant or whatever, and bang, the seeds come out, and he can plant the seeds and, you know, grow whatever. Mm -hmm. But remember, he's by himself. So by all rights, he shouldn't survive the first day, even though God has made him basically, I won't say indestructible, but pretty hardy mm -hmm. and pretty much, you know, able to go long periods of time without eating or drinking, etc. But he's able to do things like tame the wildlife, but not actually doing anything, just existing. Mm. And the wildlife sort of comes to him in a very, I want to say, like, um, very Dr. Doolittle type of way, mm. where basically these beasts that should, by all rights, rend him limb from limb, basically come up to him and go, you know, sniff, sniff, and, okay, I'm tame now. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's fine. Sounds typical and, to me. <laughs> yeah, really. And it's like, okay. And we start adding, adding characters. We start growing this little, you know, encampment. Uh, the last episode I watched was episode six, which just came out this week. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a full 12. Um, and uh, it's essentially now this little village now has a name. Mm -hmm. It's called the Great Tree Village. Mm -hmm. And there's an interesting little subplot that is going to either explode or sizzle a bit more till it finally explodes. Because one of the races that comes to join this village is a bunch of uh, elves. Except they're all female. There's not a male to be seen. Ew. And at one point they say, yeah, one of the things we're going to do is repopulate our race. <laughs> and of course, dense MC hero goes... Good luck with that, <laughs> including the thumbs-up gesture. And I'm going, dude, do you just realize what you might have set in motion? <laughs> oh. So we'll see if that actually comes to pass. There mm. is a, it is based, of course, on a light novel. There is a manga, apparently. I may pick that up. Uh, yet another manga to read. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, if I, I keep saying to myself, if I wasn't buying the stuff on an iPad... By now, I would have difficulty getting into my house. Yeah. I would have no room. It would be like manga piles everywhere. <laughs> so it's like, you know, oh, okay, that's fine. Mm. Um, I'll bring up an anime. Uh, and actually, no, this might be a good time for Bree to join us in the, um, the voice call here. Uh, so we'll talk to her in a minute. But uh, something that uh, uh, we are starting to watch now is something Neff that actually you and I trialed a few months ago when you visited here the anime Kako no Inazuke uh, better known by its western translation A Couple of Cuckoos yes so we, uh, we've watched the first four episodes and uh, very interesting <laughs> now I'm going to ask are you watching the sub or the dub we're watching the sub Ah, I see. Because I started with the sub, I went to the dub, and I found that they were using a couple of voice actors who have been around for a very long time, actually. Really? The male lead actually was in shows from the late 90s. That's, that's how long he's been doing it. Wow. So it's like, ooh, this is interesting. <laughs> but he's, he's carrying it well so far. Uh, yeah. That was one of the shows where it's like I got in a few episodes. It's like, okay, I got to stop because, you know, life, universe, and everything. 
I will get back to it at some point. I do have a day off on Monday, so I may, you know, dive back into it and catch up a bit more. Yes. But a very interesting story about uh, how these two young people uh, cross paths right from the very beginning, literally. And you'll understand in the first few scenes of the anime. And then uh, getting together and having to deal with circumstances in the most unusual way, given what they're going through. Mm, that's a very succinct way of putting it, but also a very... We're just going to not tell you the level of insanity this gets to. <laughs> so we're just going to let you be surprised. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, I think, a 24, 26 episode anime. So looking forward to continuing that and see what we think about it. Um, Bree, are you on? Are you on, Bree? Let me double check real quick. I'm on. Oh, hello. How are you? Good. How are you? We're doing okay. We're just talking about a couple of cuckoos. And no, we're not talking about me and Neff. I, I was going to say, wait a minute, self-descriptive. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, now um, with uh, Bree on the call, we just talked a little bit more in depth about um, the trip, Bree. Uh just really quickly, before we get to Neff's uh, little parcel, your thoughts on Spy Family. What did you think about the show? It's so adorable. <laughs> My type of anime. <laughs> oh, definitely. And as I explained before, lots of, uh, lots of different themes, uh, you know, and lots of different feelings are all thrown together. And I think... Uh, well, I know it's up for the uh, Crunchyroll Awards. Are you? Uh, apparently, there was voting on the Crunchyroll Awards while we were in Japan, and the Crunchyroll Awards this year are going to be in Japan. They used to be, I think, in the United States. Yeah, that's right. I think they were in California. I think Sacramento, mm -hmm. as I recall. Right. So I know they're up for Anime of the Year. They're probably going to get it. Uh, well, let's see. I had a page pulled up here. Who are they going up against? Uh, Cyberpunk Edge Runners, Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaiba, Lucarus Recoil, which is, I think, another type of assassin anime, um, and Attack on Titan Final Season Part 2, and Ranking of Kings. Any of those you've seen, Neff? Because I haven't seen much of those. No, and I'm actually surprised that my dress-up darling didn't get in there. Mm. I'm going... <laughs> but to be honest, and this has been a theme that the fandom has, you know, they're really not convinced that Crunchyroll is completely on the up and up when it comes to which shows should be up for awards. Yeah. So is there a little chicanery going on? I can't say one way or the other, but I would be going <laughs> because, like I said, my dress-up darling should have at least got a mention. Now, would it mm. win against those other shows? Maybe not. Mm. But considering how it hit and how it stuck, I mean, I'm buying the manga, and I just got, I think it was volume seven, and I'm going, okay, mm. this stuff is great. You know, I mean... And again, maybe it's because I cosplayed when I was younger, but it's like I can see the slow burn romance, but I can also see the cosplay stuff. I'm going, there's something in here for everybody. It really is. Yeah. 
Uh, you're making me think back to those Pimp Daddy Moroku days. <laughs> ah, yes, the fool in the closet. Rattle, rattle. Mm. All right. So shall we get into this package then? Uh, what do you say? Well, what I say is let me get said package. Okay. I have it um. just over here. All right. Now the question is, can I do this without... <laughs> well, the good news is it's not a very heavy package. Otherwise there would be, you know, pain in my future. Right. What I'm going to have to do, though, just so I don't keep banging the mic, let's see if I move right. the mic over here. Right. See, like that. Okay, if I sound a little faint, I apologize, because I am in the midst of trying to no open worries. this package. No worries. You may, it may take some time. Uh, so well, you'd, be, I, you'd be surprised. Watch, the, because I have very sharp knife, or in this case, very sharp scissors, and I am very determined Okay. So unless you manage to actually, you know, put a few um, extra layers of tape, <laughs> it should be reasonably easy to open. Okay. Because I was going to go through the questions or comments myself while you work on the package, but uh, if you think you're so confident. Confident, sir? I'm crazy. There's a difference. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and we have the first flap open. Okay. Which, of course, leads to the second flap. There we go. Ah, <laughs> bubble wrap. Just what I need for my nervous friends. Oh, yes. That's, that, that's the most expensive part of the packaging because I was out of bubble wrap. Ooh, that always hurts. <laughs> Ooh. Ah, I see. A little something from your favorite show? Yes, uh, that is the towel uh, of a special week from uh, Uma... Umamusume. Oh, very nice. So I'm going to gently set it over here. So that's for the charity auction for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. Ooh. Pikachu. In this case, a is this a is this a hand towel? Please? Yep, you have three of those hand towels in there, and that's 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 to be uh auctioned off as a set. A set of hand towels, how nice. Mm-hmm. For those of you who like to stay clean at a convention. Yes. I wish there were more of you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and this is... Oh, this is the other towel. That's the other one, right. Let's Flax, see, thanks for the bits. Okay, oh, and there's the other towel. Oh, this one's very nice. Pikachu's about to, you know, sack out. <laughs> Not a bad thought, to be honest. Okay, let's see. Pikachu. Oh, dear. I think I know what this is, and I think I know. I, I think I know what you're, where you're going with this. <laughs> Let's see. Here we are. Oh, I'm trying to do this without damaging the box. Interesting. You you managed to get the bubble wrap to stick in a way that's just not coming. Oh, there we are. Yeah, it, there, there's a uh, there are a couple of tape um, uh, things there. Tape jobs here. So yes, as Neff has surmised, this is this is the thing that was purchased for him and not for the charity auction. And I just laugh because I'm like going, the irony gods. And speaking of gods, or in this case, the fervent worshiper of said gods. <laughs> very nice. Thank you very much. This will very much go into my little collection. You're welcome. It is the Moroku Nendoroid. Let's see. Oh, and we have chopsticks. Yes, uh, 
Kiki's Delivery Service Chopsticks, Ghibli Chopsticks. From the Ghibli store? Uh, actually, from Kotobukiya. Okay. I was saying if they were from the Ghibli, the Ghibli <laughs> Museum, that would be perfect. Let's see. And we got one more thing, and it's also wrapped in a lot of bubble wrap. Let's see here. Hmm. Oh. Well, you did an interesting job with this one, I, I must say. Hold on. I'm going to sharp, I'm, I'm gonna need to sharp everyone's for this. Uh-oh. Come on. In the name of the moon, he needs the sharp object. In the name of the moon, he wants to make sure he doesn't stick himself with a sharp object. (laughs) I mean, the irony could be very well that, you know, depending on who this actually is in box. Let's see here. Let's see here. Okay, there we are. Hold on. It's sticking to itself, which is a very annoying little (laughs) side effect, but we'll fix that. Speaking of so annoying side effects, I just have to make sure I can see you because I seem to have minimized the window. Let's see. Let's pop it out so I can actually see you. There we are. Okay. Now let's see. Okay. Ooh. I see who it is. There we go. Oh, that's very... Oh, that is nice. A very nice figure. That is the Bandai Nation's Eternal Sailor Moon figurine. We bought that at Softmap, I think, in Akihabara. Well, all of the items that are going to the charity auction will be put to good use. Thank you very much. That was very generous of you. Yeah, absolutely. And as I said, for you know my little uh, monk friend, he's going uh, into the collection, and it's like he's going to be looking around going, why am I with all these crazy sleazy people? <laughs> because you fit. <laughs> <laughs> Bree, you have any comments? I just remember walking through that store and stopping JR and being like, we gotta get that. <laughs> oh, the Moroku? <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Um, they had Moroku's uh, companion there, too. What's her name? Songo. They had Sango there. Well, I was tempted to get Sango. I'm like, is Sango going to fit? <laughs> well, I, I would say they fit together, you know, a little, like I said, he, he tends to get concussions from her on the regular, which I'm like, wait a minute, that's not a healthy relationship. I'm sorry. <laughs> I give you, you know, butt rubs, you give me concussions. Huh? How does that work? <laughs> well, uh, next... <laughs> Next time we go, uh, whenever we do that, uh, we'll have to we'll have to pick her up and uh, make the collection complete. What do you think? That sounds like very much a plan, sir. Yes, <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, Bree and I had a you know amazing time going through all the various stores in uh, Akihabara. Um, just off the top of your head, Bree, I don't know if we we brought this up. Your favorite store in Akihabara? I know we went to quite a lot. Uh, Don Quixote. Don Quixote, of course. Uh, just—it's so great to go there to get snacks <laughs> and drinks. My favorite things. <laughs> of course, I um, no, I was telling. I was telling these guys the other day that uh kind of hard to get the Emerald Mountain Blend. I w- already went through my four cans of Emerald Mountain Blend, the Georgia on my mind, um, Emerald Mountain Blend coffees. And 
Over in Japan, usually at the vending machine, 120, 130 yen. I'm pretty sure that in the Don Quixote, they sold for 90 yen each. And, uh, like, what's the closest you can get over here? The closest you can get over here now is the Boss Rainbow Mountain Blend, which I'm, I've probably mentioned before. But they've hiked the price so much now, I guess because of the disparity with the Japanese yen. Because now you have to buy it in like a, in like a set, and each can is almost $4 each. I, I think I had to restart my heart there because I think it stopped when I heard that. Wow. Yeah. Ooh. So it's uh, it might be a while before I can get my hands on something like that or close to that in the future. I may just have to keep on going through all of the uh, the whole bean coffee that I have in my closet and just grind it all before I get to the grand coffee. Mm, we'll have to see if there's maybe a source up here that we can, you know, get some and smuggle it down there for you. Ah, uh, the... Uh... The LCBO wouldn't no, they wouldn't have it with it. <laughs> no, 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 that's not alcoholic. I mean, they do have some non-alcoholic stuff, but very, very limited selection. All right, all right. Um, well, uh, yeah, I've I've been I've been talking to Neff. Uh, I am due for I think another visit to Canada at some point, uh, so it might happen soon. I'll talk to him about it. But uh, he came down here a few days. I think I may have to go up there a few days and see what 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 turns out i guess just remember pricing here is a little wacky right now so you'll see things that will make your eyes go really well gasoline is on its way up again of course right naturally like okay it's nearly a buck 50 a liter again for the cheap stuff which means about a buck 80 something for the stuff i put in the car mm -hmm. thank god i drive a hybrid <laughs> yeah but uh yes uh if if we, if we can find some canned coffee in canada i'll be all over it and uh you tell me and then i'll buy business class tickets so i can bring two bags and fill one bag full of canned coffee just remember there is a weight restriction on the bag eh? 70 pounds if i fly business class <laughs> if you put 70 pounds of canned coffee in there they're going to think you're crazy. <laughs> and customs, U.S. Customs is going to love me. <laughs> well, I, I'll say this. I, I still remember coming back from Japan that one time with over $700 worth of CDs and telling them about it and them saying, basically, we don't believe you. Go, go. We're not even going to open your package. <laughs> I'm like, okay, fine. Doodle, doodle, doodle. <laughs> Yeah, and CDs are still a thing, by the way, over there. There's more digital stuff now, but uh, you know, J Japanese public still swears by their CDs uh, for their favorite anime songs and J-pop songs. So, And I just laugh because I'm like, I'm down to only one thing in the house that can actually play CDs. <laughs> that being my PS3 player. Actually, yeah. no, my, I, I lie. My... My uh, CD, my DVD player could play them as well, except I haven't managed to figure out how to hook it up to my stereo properly. Mm. Well, uh, I hope you uh, enjoy your gift, and I hope the, like we mentioned before, the gifts, the other gifts are used uh, 
for the charity auction. I know they will go to wonderful homes and support a wonderful cause. And we still have that uh, little small package of uh, other stuff that we're due to send to you, which we'll send through the regular mail. But Okay, small package, regular mail, you've got me intrigued. Well, yeah. no, the the, sh the things I showed you last time. The, oh, yes. the three cars and uh, one of the three Sailor Moon blind boxes that Bree says uh, uh, belongs to you. And i got to send one to her, too. And one of the spy family things. And one of the spy family things. Okay, thank you. I'm going to write this down. And while I, <laughs> I, while, I, I, while I write this down, Neff will go over the closing commentary. If you have any questions, concerns, comments. Oh. If you have any questions, concerns, compliments, or complaints about this podcast or anything you hear on our Twitch streams, drop us a line at ExtremeAnimeRadio at gmail.com or hit us up on social. How do you do that? Go to Linktree.com forward slash AnimeRadio. There you'll find links to our Facebook page, our Twitter account, our Instagram account, our Discord server, our Twitch streams, and our YouTube channel at ExtremeAnimeRadio. And don't forget, archived versions of this podcast are available at anchor.fm forward slash anime radio or your favorite podcasting platform. All right. So, uh, Bree, uh, we look forward to talking to you in a few minutes uh, along with Liz as we continue Ace Attorney. Well, we, we left at a cliffhanger last uh, on Monday, didn't we? Yes, and I must say, this one at least so far, I haven't quite, you know, again, my real job interferes with the hit that point where I'm going, okay, this is completely legally impossible and makes me want to, you know, throw a law book somewhere. <laughs> I mean, that point may come. We may hit a point to, in tonight's broadcast where I'm like, okay, I'm going to find my Black's Law Dictionary and hoof it somewhere. Because, <laughs> So uh, we're going to come up on that and continue that for about an hour or so uh, here right after the show is over. Uh, we'll try to get the podcast up available quicker. Um, we ran into some uh, stuff uh, last weekend. We couldn't uh, put it up in a timely manner, but we're going to try to put it up for you guys uh, Thursday or Friday. Uh, and then uh, next week's schedule is to be determined. We have a, uh, we have a holiday coming up on Monday here in the U.S. Um, and also in Canada? Um. Most provinces do uh, a holiday, like ours is called Family Day. Okay. Where in theory you're supposed to, you know, do something with your family, although <laughs> the way they implemented the uh, holiday, not everybody gets off, so it's kind of like, yeah, right. <laughs> so now, uh, you, did, you did forget one thing that will be happening this weekend. Mm. The Daytona 500. Oh, yes. miles are going round and round and round and seeing what crashes. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Uh, that kind of reminds me of the days when I, when I toured the Indy Motor Speedway. That was cool to see. Well, yeah, I mean, the Indy Motor Speedway has the bricks. The Daytona International Speedway, it's more like, okay, can you actually make it across the finish line in one piece yeah. and with the four tires on the ground? <laughs> Don't forget, there have been finishes where the car has not had all four tires on the ground. It's been the roof that came across first. Liz says NASCAR is the official sport of Indiana. I'm surprised it's not IndyCar. Mm. But, okay. <laughs> but uh, so we'll, we'll see what's going on next week. We'll decide over the weekend. Um, I want to maybe try to get in another flight simulator uh, flight because I'm getting back into that now. 
Um, I also want to fire up one of these Japanese games uh, to do the train simulator. Uh, we'll do that run in the Meitetsu line. I want to do that at some point. So maybe in the next week or two, we'll get those uh, out of the way for you guys and um, have some more fun streaming games. Um, so once again, please stick around and uh, follow us on our social media. Join us in our Discord. By the way, in our Discord... We have uh, the Sarah Yoshida Valentine's Day wallpaper available free for a limited time. So just go to um, our, uh, you go to our social media pages, uh, or you can rewind this video back to the screen that says questions or comments. Um, go to our Discord. Uh, you, the Discord's available on our link tree, and look for the Sarah wallpaper channel, and that's where you can download the wallpaper free from Brenny. Um, I'm in talks with Brenny to possibly do something with Sarah and you, Mammy, for April Fools. That's right. April Fools is coming. Yes. It has nothing to do with me, although, you know, I was born on April 1st, unfortunately. <laughs> well, let's just say it's a memorable birthday. Yeah. <laughs> So um, hopefully we'll get working on that soon. And uh, Brenny's artwork is always amazing. She has uh, tens of thousands of followers on Instagram. An amazing artist from Mexico. Pleasure to work with her. And, uh, yeah, so go to our Discord, and you can download uh, that free Valentine's Day wallpaper uh, for a limited time. Uh, it is the end of the show. So it's time for us to say until next time for... Bree and for Neff. I'm JR. Thank you for watching and listening. I got those words correct this time. And remember, keep on looking out for the Extreme Mario podcast. And don't forget, archived versions of this podcast are available at anchor.fm forward slash anime radio. Good night, everybody. What about an XAR podcast on April 1st? It falls on a Saturday, so I don't think that's going to be possible. They might, I might have some plans uh, around that time, but uh, we'll try to celebrate appropriately. So we'll figure that out soon. I, I was going to say, and the hockey season is getting down to the short strokes by then, so... Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and that's no joke. Well, thanks for joining us, folks. We'll see you next time. <laughs>